Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L, and I'm joined by Dave from Signal of Doom. How are you, Dave? I'm very well, thank you. Coming from deep within the Phantom Zone, mm. Signal has an outpost. And uh, I have been imprisoned uh, since my last appearance on Last Sons of Krypton, but I've broken free. And yeah. here I am. Which wasn't that long ago. Uh, <laughs> episode 98. So I guess it that... was back when you still had uh, Ray Zod. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah, first first episode without Ray. So and did you incinerate him? Did you incinerate him with your heat vision? Uh, well, you might have run into him down there, actually. So you know, a bit too much. You finally captured him. Yeah. You finally captured and imprisoned him. Good. Yeah, this is an Arkham. No revolving doors here. No one ever gets out of the Phantom Zone. Well, it's a pleasure to be back, Connor, and thank you for inviting me on. Um, always fun to be my sons of Krypton. You know I enjoy it. And thank you for uh, um, agreeing to my pick, Superman vs. Lobo, which was my um, most recent hardcover buy, and I just finished reading it minutes before this show started. So there Yeah. We go. Uh, so I was dreading that, which you can probably tell, because I'm like, wait, can we do this instead? Um, but You were hesitant. Yeah, but but I thought, hey, I thought, well, you know what? What's to lose? I hadn't read it either, and I was yeah. like, let's just give it a go, you know? Yeah, and I'm glad we did, uh, and we'll get into why. But I did enjoy it, um, and I was expecting to absolutely hate it, so uh, which I <laughs> yeah. didn't. It was the opposite. So yeah, uh, before we continue, I'll just shout out to our patron Tasman. Thank you very much. Uh, check out our Patreon. There's stuff there, and yeah, so we'll talk about some news. So, Superman has his identity back. Uh, his, secret uh, ide- his secret identity back. Yeah. Um, which is which is good. Yes, but... I very much think it's good. Very much. You know, it's... So, okay. I had a problem with uh, him getting... Bender's getting rid of his identity. I thought... Mm-hmm. So, we got to go back to 2014 or 2015... Mm. When the truth arc, uh, the arc called The Truth, The Truth, it happened in, at the end of the New 52, uh, Clark's identity was revealed to the world by Vandal Savage, no, by Lois Lane, but she did it uh, before Vandal Savage could, it's a long story, but anyway. Was this Ben? No, this was, this was Greg Pak, and, oh, uh, this is a right. few people. Um, so, so like, this is the New 52? Yes. Uh, I, I suspect see. it might have been editorial. But anyway, his identity got revealed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't great, but it was done better than it was recently. Anyway, so that happened. Then Superman died. And then we got Rebirth, which reversed the identity thing. And so, they did that weird thing with the Superman to bring him back. And I did read that it. it was yeah, hard to understand. Reborn. Did... Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that it got changed back pretty quickly, is my point. Um right. Almost the run afterwards. Uh, okay. If, if so it didn't last afterwards. long back in New 52. It didn't last very long. Yeah. And then we get mm. just post-rebirth, Bender's 2018. He does it again. He reveals Clark's identity to the world again, which we had just did. And he called... This arc was called Truth, which is very yep. different from The Truth. <laughs> and... God. <laughs> uh, this was done, in my opinion, worse than they did in New 52. I it have read... I, I can tell you this. I have... Out of interest, I have read the trade where Bendis reveals it, mm. and I think he did a piss-poor job. It sucked. 
Yeah, I yeah. Re- if you were ever going to do it, he did it in maybe the most mediocre fashion possible. You know, it, and it was really pandering as well. Like, yeah. you know, it's it just overly wholesome. Like, like so much, so nice so much to be a Superman. Like so much to be a Superman. It really. The problem with Bendis is, I think, on, in concept, he may have had some good ideas, but his execution was just awful, and his comic writing has just gone so far downhill. Mm. It was just the worst. Yeah, I only, I only liked the first arc of action, and that's like six issues out of like nearly 50 issues he did, I think. So, you know, yep. uh, not a He's... great track record. But So that happened. And how was it received in the Superman community, the Bendis truth thing? Uh, it was pretty mixed. Some people liked yeah. it, some people didn't. Um, it wasn't okay. it wasn't like universally hated. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. People less familiar with Bendis seem to be more into it. Fair enough. Which uh, is like a universal thing I noticed. So, but okay. anyway, so that happened. Mm. The next run, which is this run, <laughs> he gets his identity back. So, like, yeah. I get giving him his identity back, but the run afterward, wow, it's like. No one's sticking to their guns. Uh, and... I don't think... I think when Bendis left, he took that idea with him. I think he was the one pushing that, you know, and it, it reverts to its natural state. I think... The, I think know. what it is, I think the current writers want his identity back. And I don't blame them. I would no, want it back too. So I reckon they just did it. Uh, they yeah. asked DC, <laughs> and they said yes, and we have it back. But it's just so quick, and it's... He's revealed his identity twice... In a very mm. short span of time, and it got reverted in a very short span of time. So please, DC, don't don't reveal it for a while. <laughs> yeah. I would almost say, don't reveal it ever again in my lifetime, please. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't... Uh, look, there's a thing with these characters, okay? You do not want to break them. And Superman and Clark Kent had, you know, the same, obviously, person, but different identities for so many years... And so many good stories. And for some chump to come along and go, you know what? I'm just going to make out the whole world knows Clark Kent Superman. Well, it just removes that whole Clark Kent persona. To be, There's no, yeah. reason, no reason for it anymore. The whole newspaper angle, everything. And it's just such short-term thinking in what is a long-term project. And mm. I just hate it. I, I, I just think... It's like if the whole world knew Batman was Bruce Wayne, okay? It just Mm. takes away a key part of the fun of the character for a cheap storyline, and then they're stuck with it, you know? But then, of course, they're not stuck with it because they just go, oh, well, it's back to normal anyway. And it's just like, this Mm. is why comic books suck in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, this This is why they have a bad rap as well. Yeah, Yeah, people make fun of it when it's like, uh, you know... Superman's dead. No, he's not dead. Yes, he's dead. Or his parents, they're dead. They're not dead. They're oh, not God, dead. They're, yeah. you know, and it's, but, like, it doesn't matter, you know, mm. because you, you just don't stick to anything, DC, and you make yourselves the joke that people used to tease comic book nerds about. And it results and, in stories about continuity, which are never that good. Which I, which I absolutely hate. Um, like, it's a waste of trees. Trees shouldn't be cut down to explain... <laughs> Yeah, you know, or bandwidth if it's digital. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think you know what? I don't almost care how we get it, but I'm glad his secret identity's yeah. back. And then I saw John Kent's is back, and I'm like, I couldn't give two 
shits about John Kent. Yeah, if, I was curious. If John Kent's head got ripped off by Lobo tomorrow, I'd be <laughs> slightly happier. I don't even care that I have any emotion other than this wannabe Superman they've got, and it's like, who wants this character? You know, like, he's just this... It's like, hey, Superman, light! And it's, yeah. it's like, he sucks. For you know? some reason... John's popular, but I've I've maintained for a long time. I think John's the worst Superman legacy character by a very big margin. He's well, from what I've read, which was sadly Bendis on Legion, he was almost without character. You yeah. know, um, I've not. I don't. I don't claim to have read all this stuff that everyone's mm. always like. I should read Super Son. You should read. This. I don't really care about the character. Like, if they kept him as a little kid, I'd be probably more tolerant. But the fact that he's just floating around as like. It's the fact that he's so much like Superman. Yeah, know? they have... Like, they have Connor, they have... Uh, like, they had Chris, like, both much more interesting legacy characters. Who's Chris? Uh, Chris Chris was General Zod's son. They had this... Oh, okay. ...brief thing. It didn't last long, but, like, they... Okay. Clark and Lois adopted him. Cool. But, see, that's cooler. Yeah, and, like, I think adoption yeah. makes more sense for Superman's character as well, because it thematically fits, because he's adopted... And the other thing is, I still hate, like, I know they explained it with, like, all this stuff going on, but Superman being able to have a kid is just, like, I don't know, I never liked that. I mean, uh, I I don't hate it, but what I hate is how quickly that kid is suddenly, like, 18 or however old he is. And to me, he's just, he's Superman almost exactly the same, which is makes him completely mm. irrelevant to me. We already have Superman. Superman's not really going anywhere. You know, yeah. like, like honestly, they might fool you and kid you, but Superman ain't going anywhere, kids. You know? They've tried so to pull have... it, and every time people have climbed for him to come but, back. But, like, so... really, really, they're not pulling it, though. That's yeah. the thing. It's all, it's all a game. But then we have, hey, it's almost Superman. You know, and it's like, I don't even need this guy. You yeah. know, like, Zod's kid... I, I mean, I'm assuming would have darker tendencies, which would make him more interesting, you mm. know. Um, whereas Superman's kid is just a little Mister Perfect, from what I've seen. He, you know, yeah, Chris, Chris didn't really have darker tendencies, but being like the son of General Zod just makes him more interesting. Um, so, exactly. uh, I want to jump back to the identity thing quickly. Yeah, like I'd be fine with revealing it if if you had like a really good story in mind. Because sure. I think I think you should always be, like, telling new good stories, right? And mm. again, story comes over continuity. Tell it in an alternate reality, retcon it or whatever. But it, it seems more like a publicity stunt. Um, it was, man. Are you kidding? Yeah. And just just super just like Superboy or whatever the fuck John Kent's called was was gay, and then a second later, Robert yeah. was gay. It's just a publicity. I have, I, I am yeah, strongly. They just want clicks. It's just, it, it, and it's it, it's so cynical because it's it's clicks for about five seconds, if that, yeah. and then no one cares. <laughs> so it's it's really cynical. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah, it was I, making I, all those sites were reporting Superman is gay now because uh, John was technically Superman while Clark is on War World. So that was like, and it was funny to hear the guys going, "Not my Superman." Oh no, yeah, that was. <laughs> that is funny. Like all, that is all, all the idiots are coming out getting enraged, but. At the same time, it's like, that's exactly what DC wanted, and the whole practice is yeah. just gross. 
you know, like they're literally just provoking hate to get clicks and then... Yeah, and it's, it's you know, and I think we almost misuse the word hate. It's just, it's outrage and grumpiness on the internet for five seconds. And, and it's just is, conversation, you know? DC do it and they set themselves up as the victim because they know they'll get attacked and they know they'll have all these people defend 100%, them. 100%, yeah. Um, and I hate you get that. These <laughs> writers, you get these fucking writers, and I'm fucking sick of it, who come out and go, I got death threats. And it's like, <laughs> you got guys on Twitter calling you names. Yeah. That's what you like at the end of the day that's what you got if someone came to your house and tried to break in with the baseball bat yeah you have a cause to be worried but you didn't you had little keyboard warriors chomping up and down not even sure who you were you know just chatting some abuse at you and then that was it yeah and it's it's the victim mentality and and funnily enough it's your corporate overlord who's really stoking the fires behind it all oh absolutely yeah DC are the ones as you said it's a fucking joke like and and I say that as someone who runs a very pro LGBTQ podcast, but it, it was nothing but cynical in both cases. Yeah, there was. You know? I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was genuine. But um, the it's not genuine at all. <laughs> the other point I wanted to go with secret identity thing is it worked for Daredevil. We got some really uh, you're, you're not as big a Daredevil guy as I am. So yeah, but but we got good. some killer Daredevil stories after he revealed his different identity. Different character though, man. Different character. I know way, it's a different like, character, but... Way on the pantheon of culture as well, you know? I, I know, Daredevil. but it's still there, you know? Sure. Like, mm-hmm. and to me, the biggest mistake they made with Daredevil was reversing it. That, oh, I won't get into that, though. Um, sure. But, yeah, so... Well, the thing is, most people outside of comic books, a lot of them would have no idea who Daredevil was or if Daredevil even had an identity, if they well, did know him, you know? Thanks to the Netflix show, he's huge now. He's huge, but he's not Superman, He's you know? That, that's true, yeah. But, uh, uh, bottom line, we're glad Clark Kent's back. No, I'm very glad. Yeah. And, and as a Bronze Age fan... Mm who's read a lot of Bronze Age, one of the Bronze Age things I enjoyed was the private life of Clark Kent. Yeah. I wanna... It was fun. I'm not saying it was the world's greatest stuff, but it was fun. You know? I think that's a great idea, and I feel like they should bring that back. I would love a backup just dedicated yeah. to Clark Kent. Well, yeah, because, you know, like, it wasn't Clark all the time. It was Clark in his generally in his newspaper yeah. life. Um, and they were often, sh- and this is what people forget, they were often shorts written mm. often by a Marty Pasco or a Paul Kupperberg, and they were often like 10 to 12 pages in the back of the magazine, yeah. you know? Um, they were fun, you know? Yeah. And I just think, at times, when I've read, you know, because I, I don't read Superman week in, week out, but mm. I've certainly read my fair share, and my fair share of modern stuff due to the show, at times, over the last 20 years, They've had some really nice Clark scenes, you know, here and there. Yeah. Like, they do get... DC, you do get writers who do get Clark Kent. Yeah. And it's it's weird to me that um, they wanted to sort of jettison that. And Mm. because to me, the second... I mean, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. The second the whole world knows Clark Kent is Superman, there is no need for Clark Kent, you know? There's just nothing... Like, there's just nothing there that he, he doesn't need to punch a fucking time clock you know mm. um and i would almost question why he would 
you know, it, it gets down to that. You, you're kind of almost breaking the character, and that takes that. That's an achievement when you look at the character like Superman. That's a tough character to break. I wouldn't. But, I wouldn't go as far to say it breaks it. I think. I think you'd, you'd have. It would have to be done really poorly to break him. Like even worse than what we've seen. Um, yeah, but but see, someone like Bendis. I'm. I'm sorry. I think he he used to be a good writer. I don't yeah. actually. He's a good writer anymore. And he, it's almost dangerous giving someone like that the power. You know, What's because he doing he now? he's he's taken he's taken his um bat and ball and gone to Dark Horse, where he's bigger to publish all his indie comics and stuff. Wait, so he left DC? Yeah, I yeah. never heard about this. Yeah, no, that was the whole reason he left Superman, and he finished up on Legion and whatever other shit he was doing. And um, he's taking all his, all his, you know, they used to call them Jinx World, whatever they call it now, all his powers and everything, and he's got a Dark Horse deal. Because well, they, do it all there. Because yeah. that was so hyped up when he came to DC. I thought, like, I didn't expect him to leave. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, yeah. man. You, Gotta listen to Signal. We covered it in depth. Um, you know, it, it was a, like he he. It wasn't overnight. He finished up all his obligations. Uh, the main one was Superman, but various other things he ha- he was doing as well, other peripheral stuff. And he went over to Dark Horse. I think a large chunk of it, I'm speculating, was DC. Well, he said himself, DC weren't willing to partner up with him because they lured him over with a really attractive deal mm. that wasn't just Superman, it was also all his indie stuff, his creator-owned stuff. Um, and then obviously that fell through, and he's gone over to Dark Horse, and they're gonna, they've are gonna they set up a huge deal for him. I don't know if he's actually started publishing there, but that's where he's going, yeah. Oh, be careful, Dark Horse, don't go bankrupt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Look, I mean, I, at the end of the day, the, he has an audience, like which I don't mm. begrudge. I don't begrudge any creator. Like Bendis is is far from the worst writer of all time. He's I I think of him as mediocre, but there's been worse than mediocre who have who've had careers. Um, you know he's he's got a following, and he's some people for some reason love his indie stuff, his creator own stuff. Um, so I assume you know he he he'll take that audience with him. But I, I'm glad to see the back of him at DC because I didn't think much of his Superman, and I did sample a fair chunk of it too. You yeah. know. Yeah, so, I, I bought his whole Superman run, and it just... It's because, really? like... Well, because I was just getting it as it came out. Yeah. And it just... It feels like a waste of money. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't... I'll just fucking burn it, man. Like, I didn't seriously. get anything out of it. Uh, no, if I'm going to burn something, it's going to be Iron Fist stuff or Chucky Saul's Star Wars. That That's terrible. Uh, yeah, Chucky Saul. But, yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have some... Other sort of news, so Steel and Superboy are getting ongoings. Oh, right, I forgot Mm. this. This is in the... And is Superboy the Connor Kent Superboy, or is it... Yes. It's Connor Kent, right. Yeah. Who's reverted to his 90s, like, jacket and earring, hasn't he? You were upset about that, as I recall. Well, confused. Um, What? How and why? Uh, 90s nostalgia. That's like they're so really. He just, did he just have like a midlife crisis? Because and just went, you know what? I'm back. Put the jacket back on and I'm piercing the ear again. Is that what he did? Well, when when Bendis brought him back, he was wearing it, so right. he hasn't reverted just now. Okay, right, uh, I but I didn't really give it much thought when it happened. I think I think that's just considered his like classic look, so that's why he was brought back like that. Um, I... 
I mean, I, I nostalgia. I was around in the nineties, buying a lot of the Superman titles for a couple of years. I didn't buy that, yeah. but I was certainly aware of it. And actually, I almost bought it. Um, I used to follow. I think it was called the Krypton, Kryptonian homepage or something, and yeah, um, they covered that a lot. And I, I remember it very clearly. I quite like Superboy. I just found it funny because they really moved away from it. They had the um, the, the jeans and mm, um, shirt, like t-shirt, and I don't know. They they went to such lengths to distance themselves from it for so long. Yeah, um, I yeah, I guess uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, the, with with like uh, you know, they they've really been pushing death and return lately and there's been that dc loves the 90s hashtag and they've been posting like mullet superman and stuff so and they're saying they want to make superman titles like more like the 90s in some way um you know and and frankly look this is the thing i wasn't really angry i was more confused yeah um i can understand it like i i liked him then i liked him in that look it's just funny that then for the next 20 years they went against that so much and then all of a sudden he's back doing it and you're like isn't this character like in his mid-20s now yeah the the whole thing i'm not sure what's going on with him exactly because he he was like out of continuity for a while and then he got brought back so there's something going on there i'm not sure ben just like briefly talked about it but yeah uh, I love that we yeah. have to guess at it though. You know, like, you know, what mm. what what's happened to the what's happened to the days when you could actually just know what's going on in the story. Uh, well, I you guess know? we'll see him as ongoing. Uh, I guess. You know, who's I, writing it? You know, I don't actually know. Uh, let me look it up. Yeah, have a check because uh, if it's someone good, I'll I will check it out because I quite liked Superboy back in the day. You know, I read I, I read all of Young Justice, which he was in. Right, so the, Superboy was the winner of that round-robin thing DC did, which is why he's getting a series. Okay, that death match they did. Oh, God, don't, yeah. <laughs> that ridiculous death match. The poor, the poor writers in it that, was just you know. Better. Yeah, yeah, just... Like... It's everything that's wrong with DC Comics, that they were doing that kind of shit, you uh, know? So, Superboy, The Man of Tomorrow... Uh, maybe this will. Okay, I clicked I on the link. Here. We know. It just took me to a completely unrelated article. <laughs> so, you know, screen maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there's no um, one announced yet because it's only just been announced. You know. All right. So, I believe it is by. Uh, Kenny Porter. Uh, Never heard of. I'm not familiar with any of his work, and okay. uh, well, Janoy Lindsay. He's an illustrator. Not familiar with his work as well. But you know, uh, eh, obviously, like yeah. I think an upside is this is not this is not like company motivated. This is like they had a story that they pitched, so it would oh, be creative did they really? at least. Yeah, because the round robin is like. Uh, where you basically choose a creator's pitch, and then they, if they win, okay. they get their book published, and these guys and won for Superboy. By the way, you were asking me who did the original Superboy from the 90s. It was Carl Kessel, who was the main oh, guy. Ah, Carl Kessel. Yeah, he did a yeah, yeah. And I stint. remember him... I remember it very well, because it's the kind of book that I almost picked up 
every time I went to the shop because I, I just I liked the character from Return of Superman. Yeah. Um, and it was only ever economics that that just he just missed out again and again. But I did. I have read my fair chunk of Connor, and I think he's a pretty cool character, personally. Um, yeah, he, he's an know. interesting character. You know, the, yeah, the... like you know, he, you know, I, I just, I have a soft spot for him. I guess is the word to describe it. So, I would, I would check it out. And the fact that he's reverted to his '90s thing, it's kind of cool, um, because it was so iconic at the time. Like, I'd never really liked the jeans and uh, black shirt. I never really liked that as much as you know, other looks. Like, what was the look he had in Young Justice? It was kind of like his original look, maybe a bit modified, I think. I feel like if they could just... If they got his classic look, but just toned it down a bit, like, because yeah. if he's not a punk anymore, then you should just... You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see with the ongoing... I'll, I'll definitely check out the first issue of that. I'll check out the 100%. first issue of Steel as well, because I like Steel. Steel's so, cool. Uh, they should bring back Louise Simonson to write Steel. Yeah, I'm um, not sure who's doing that. Um, she, she, she wrote the backup in the 30th anniversary uh, recently. Uh, we read on the show. Uh, I mean, um, my comics are always like two weeks late, so it's fucking like her stuff's fine. Roger Stern's stuff's fine. Dan Jurgens, literally, you like you wish <laughs> that they just reprinted the original Superman 75 because it's just it's uh, Clark or Kal-El telling John about what happened in 75. Uh, why am I and not it, surprised? And it's just, it's just kind of like cut scenes from that comic, but re- drawn now. Like, it's like, what is the point of this comic? Like, <laughs> yeah, look, like it's... Louis Simerson, Roger Stern being good, and Dan Jurgens being the worst of them. Yeah, it's not surprising at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's very much like it was back in the day. And, um, and, and they just do the backups, and they're absolutely fine. You know, yeah. she does Steel, and it's only a small story, and he does Guardian, and... Roger Stern as always nails it, but Dan Jurgens, it's just almost like, I mean, if any, he just continues to milk it, like he, he he's just going yeah, and then this happened, and then this happened, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just reprint the original issue? Because this is pointless. Or just just have the art from the original issue and just have narration to John, put it yeah. in the text boxes. Sounds like it's uh, very similar to that anyway. Like it's just I'm, you just wonder yeah. why. I am pretty sick of nostalgia ruling where Superman's going. Mm. Um, yeah, well... I want you know, to focus it's on good yeah. stories and stuff. Like, I've always had a beef with... There's just... There's that Superman fan. And the only mm. Superman they like is the Christopher Reeve movie, <laughs> the 90s, and Rebirth. And that's all they like. And they hate everything else. And I'm so sick of that Superman fan. Not that, There's a lot of Superman fans that aren't like that. But, mm. uh... You know, they kick and scream when like, something's different. What's so good about Reaper? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't into it. People liked it because no, really... Not... Really? Okay. People liked it because it was really wholesome and they liked the thing with, like, John and stuff. I, I don't get it myself. Um, I mean, I, there's bits and pieces of... I, I, I like big chunks of Superman uh, across, you know decades um it's not confined to one story i'm always up for a good superman story yeah i just really i read i read like the first chunk of rebirth and i just didn't get into it i just it just felt it just fell flat for me yeah despite the fact that i've not even read it 
despite the fact that Superman has a kid, it just felt very tame and everything was played safe. Uh, nothing new is being explored. But I don't think that's going to happen here because Superman has just been on Warworld with the Authority for like 20 yeah. issues or something. So, What do you think of the current stuff? Uh, so I, the current stuff that I've been reading, because Clark's been in one title, which is Action Comics, and yep. uh, that was all on Warworld. I really liked that. I like Clark with the authority. It's yeah. like, I just like seeing him with people that aren't the JLA or JLA yeah, members. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed that arc. And yeah, I mean, that, that has been the current stuff for a while. So I haven't, I haven't checked out the new World's Finest yet. Have you have you seen it since he came back? Because uh, we did a couple when so, he came back to Earth. I got, I got two of those issues, but I was missing the one in the middle. So I'm waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting okay. for that one to come, and then I'll check out when he comes. Back. I, I'm I'm a bit dubious about his return, uh, as in like, I just I'm not I'm not sure how interested I'm going to be once he's back in Metropolis. But I guess we'll okay. See. But the thing is, like, I mean, we did a issue of it and I thought it was just mediocre but I often find I, I know I sound awful here but I often find monthly Superman in these days fairly run of the mill like well it has been I for just, a long time yeah I just I, 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 I like Superman don't get me wrong uh, but I, I read a couple of issues in a row and I'm just like yeah I can see why I'm not reading this week in week out kind of thing you know like it's it, it's often just very it's almost marking time, you know, like yeah. I, I don't feel they do enough interesting stuff with the character. Um, and that's how I felt again. I was like, this is, I was expecting so much more and maybe I should read War World because that's more interesting. Mm. Um, but, you know, I've read, I mean, I read um, Jeff Johns' run yeah. not that long ago and I was pretty impressed, you know, with like what I read at least. Anyway, I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, and, and, and lots of other stuff I've read over, over the time, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I, I go, yeah, I'm going to get in the Superman and I, and I read it and I'm like, this is pretty mediocre. Yeah. The, know, last, real- the last run I was really hooked on, like besides war world, mm. uh, was like Greg Pak on action comics. Yep. And that was like yep. 2014. So, okay. you know, a, a while. Uh, like I read yeah, that it. is a while. I mean, if you think about it, that's like uh, eight years, you know. Yeah. So, so that, well, that said, I think I think that's also a problem with comics in general because I've stopped. Yes. I've stopped reading like a lot of comics. <laughs> like, if I read comics these days, it's usually if I know it's a mini series or it has an ending. Mm. I'm like the only ongoing I'm reading is action comics at the moment. So. Well, they seem to have got away from... Um, we had Chuck Dixon on the show last week, and he's saying in a, in a comic, every panel, every page has to be exciting and thrill the reader, you know? Mm. And, like, that's a great philosophy, and he employs it, but I think comic, in the big two, DC and Marvel, it's like they've gotten away from that, and the comics are often quite flat and quite stale, and, yeah. I, I like... Honestly, if I was a new reader, I wouldn't be reading, you know? Like, if I, I, I'm like, this is just not my cup of tea. And and yeah. the sales are down, and, you know, they want to pretend they're not, but they are. They're yeah. in the toilet. Again, and, you know, you know whenever, whenever I check out a new comic, I basically never get interested enough to continue. Uh, mm. like it's not just, good. And, um, again, like, 
uh, I liked War World. That was the first, mm. like, run I've liked in a long mm. time because it was just, oh, here's a genuine idea. Here's, like, a yeah. storyline and an arc that I want to do. I want to... And I want to do something different, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was into that. And I think that's why people were into Rebirth as well. Rebirth changed things up and introduced a new yeah. dynamic. Uh, and... Yeah, so... Anyway, Oh, I well, guess, man, I mean, it's, we'll it's see, always we'll darkest it's before the dawn. It's always darkest before the yeah, dawn. Yeah, it's not something that's really eating me up or anything. No, like, no, I have plenty no, to read, enough. but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's worth noting. They can't take away my Bronze Age Superman, Connor. Yeah. So I'll always have that, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm I am interested because Joshua Williamson is going on Superman next year. He's getting the main is he? title. See, I, I yep. like Joshua Williamson in general. Like, yeah. I don't love his stuff, but I've liked a lot of Joshua Williamson, what he's done over the years at DC... What I've checked out, I think he actually is a bit of an old school entertainer. Mm. You know, I thought, um, yeah, I, I was quite the fan of his Batman Superman run, so I'll definitely yeah. be picking up his uh, Superman title. He's a good choice to put on a Superman title. Um, I was going to mention, speaking of Bronze Age, we had on Signal, uh, or probably a couple of months ago. Now we had Elliot S. Magan on, yeah, who spoke a lot about. Um, Bronze Age Superman and, and working with mm. Julie Schwartz and we're going to have him on early next year and uh, there's a guy with a ton of Superman stories to tell him what a shame they basically locked the doors on him in the mid 80s you know yeah I mentioned last episode 100 because mm. we did our top 5 and bottom 5 mm. of our podcast and uh, Action Comics 1000 was on my bottom uh, sure. because it was so disappointing and like, we had no Grant Morrison story, which to me is sacrilege. I think he's, mm. like, outside of Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, he's the Superman writer, you know? Um, yeah. And it's like, there was no Bronze Age alumni. It was just, it was 90s it's alumni bullshit. and current writers. You know, we I had... Mean, how, how are Kerry Bates and Elliot S. Magan not getting a run? We, you know? we, we had, you know, Louis Simmons and Dan Jurgens, Jerry Woodway. We had the 90s crew. And then we had, like, Tom King and Scott Snyder and Jeff Johns. I guess Jeff Johns. Um, but, like, yeah, we had... Uh, Elliot S. Magan's still around. Why didn't he get a story? And Kerry you know? Bates is still around, too. Is he really? You know? What? Yeah, well, see... as in he's alive, yeah. Yeah, and that stuff like that is like why Action One Thousand was so disappointing to me. Well, be, dude, they only ever look in the last five seconds. You know, mm. their memory is 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 so fucking brief. You know. And the worst thing is, uh, Grant's story was apparently scrapped because it conflicted with Doomsday Clock. So, like, who gives a fuck about that? Like, you know. Well, like... that didn't end up mattering, did it? Uh, so, you well, know. but it's so stupid, like. This is where comics and, and DC just need to... Like, half the time, they're like, oh, it doesn't matter, it's just a miniseries, make it what you want. And then other times, they're like, oh, we can't put the Grant Morrison story because it's going to conflict with Doomsday Clock. And it's, it's, a, it's an anthology in action comics, for God's sake. Like, there was other... Yeah. There was non-canon stories in that anthology. It's That's issue 1,000. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. And, like, in, in 10 years' time, when people come and check out Action 1,000... They're not going to give a shit about whether it, you know, conflicts with Doomsday Clock. It's not going to even matter. And Action, Action One Thousand is mostly like mediocre, which is a real shame. 
Yeah, cause... but but it, but it didn't need to be. Is what I'm saying. You well, know, it's, exactly. It's that That's why it's so like... disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anyway, whatever, man. I mean, what can you do? Like, honestly. <laughs> I'll, I'll I can fly around, around the earth and spin back time. That's what I can the do. Entire, I'll, I'll say right now, the entire board of DC Comics are cowards, thieves, and liars and should all be fired from their positions tomorrow. I'll say that now. Mm. Like, that's what Signal expects. That's what Signal calls for. Um, will it happen? Will the revolutionary storm the palace and, you know, off with their heads? Probably not. But at the end of the day, if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to shed mm. any tears, you know? Yeah. Yeah? No. Uh, well, speaking of... Uh, there's no good segue here. So, yeah. <laughs> Superman vs. Lobo uh, is our yes, main event. my pick! My pick! Yeah, so I'll, I'll give... Because I believe these are the same credits for the whole three issues. So we have Tim yes. Seeley and Sarah Beattie are the writers. Uh, Merka Andolfo is the artist. Arif Prianto is colours. And Fabio Emilia is the letters... And, uh, yeah, so, just apologies for any butchered names. So, are they still doing black labels? Uh, well, I'm not sure if they still are, but this was, I think, a black label, wasn't it? Yeah, this is a DC black label, uh, which they were really pushing for a while. For about, uh, it felt like about two months. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was, I guess I was excited, because I liked the idea of... So was I. But the Black Label stuff I read was, like, mediocre or not that good. But well, there was a fair Batman bit of... Damned, which I liked. They did Batman Damned, which I liked. And yeah. they've done this, which I read and liked. I'm not sure I've read any other stuff, you know? I read um, Superman Year One, Frank Miller, which was an experience. Oof, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll just yeah, say it was I an experience. Did, I couldn't bring myself to read that, you know. I, I enjoyed they, the first yeah. two issues. And okay. Uh, I liked the first half of the third issue, and as I mentioned last episode, I've never seen such a fast decline in quality in a comic in my entire life. You know what they, they did? did? Issue, Harleen. Uh, Stepan yeah. Sajic did Harleen, which is very good as well, actually. Batman and Joker. Uh, what a surprise. Uh, <laughs> good point. But then they've done a bunch of, like, others. There's other stuff there. Constantine, you know, the question. Was, was, um, was Criminal Sanity Black Label? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just bought that, actually. I haven't read it yet, but I want to do it on the show soon. I, I flicked through... This was, this is an example of, of... I went to the bookstore, and I saw Criminal Sanity, which I knew was coming out, but I... I you know I'm a huge Batman fan. But yeah. even I am fatigued by the spamming of Batman miniseries. Like, in this year, 2022, I've gotten to the point now where it doesn't move the needle for me anymore. But I went to the bookstore and I saw Criminal Sanity on the shelf and it was oversized like Superman Lobo and I picked it up, opened it and honestly, the the, the artwork and the sense of dynamic, sort of dynamism or however you say that in the story, mm. the dynamic quality drew me in and I actually bought it. Just I was like, man, this just looks balls to the walls crazy. I That's love good. it. And I yeah, I picked it up. I have not read it, but I picked it up um, off the shelf straight then and there so which i think is is a win for the for at least the artist you mm. know um it, it looked really nutty like it was like sort of mixed media kind of thing that's you yeah, know that sounds interesting i thought so you know and harleen is very good uh stepan sajic uh who does primarily kind of his creator own stuff he did a harley quinn thing and i love harley 
And um, I will say that was very good. But I think that they may have pulled away from Black Label recently. So we got currently publishing, we have Batman, Joker, Deadly Duo, uh, Wonder Woman, Historia, The Amazons, Human Target, Nice House on the Way. Human lake. Target sucks. Human Target sucks. Oh, does sucks. it? That's a shame. It uh, sucks really hard. Tom King, you just, you just wish he wasn't doing it, you know? The Riddler, Year um, One. No interest. Uh, the Nice House Zero. on the Lake. My, my LCS guy, he's a huge Batman fan. He has similar Batman yeah. taste to you, and he really recommended the Riddler Year One. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, maybe so- I'm just... He's sucking me into by, getting the... It's written by the actor. It's written by yeah, the actor. Yeah, that's why it put me off. Because yeah. I was like, come on. But, um, you know, I'll check yeah. it out. Uh, Batman Joker, Deadly Duo. No interest there. Uh, upcoming. Zero. Waller versus Wildstorm. Mm, don't care. <laughs> Danger Street. No. Don't know what that is. No. But, uh, unproduced. <laughs> untitled Superman <laughs> series by Mark Wade. <laughs> And Brian Hitch. Hey, okay. I, 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 see, so you're sick of Batman miniseries. I want more Superman miniseries. No, I'd be down. For, I'd be down for no. You, Mark Wade and Brian Hitch on a Superman series. I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, that's that uh, TBA cool. though for date. So, well, regardless whether they call it Black Label or whatever they call it, I'm down for it. Yeah. Like if it's high quality prestige miniseries. Mm. Um, and Batman fan though I am, please explore. At least Superman. At least go to Superman. I mean, DC has such a huge universe. Uh, give us some variety. Oh, we've you know? three Wonder Woman ones. And uh, I, look, frankly, too, too many. But, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I, not, I I'm like, not a Wonder Woman I, I fan. I do like Wonder Woman, but, but you can stretch that water too thin. You yeah. know, that broth too thin. Um, and I, I'd love to know the sales numbers on that. Now, like... All joking aside, I'd love to know the sales numbers on the Wonder Woman's, yeah. just to see what kind of impact they're making, you know? I, I rag on Batman a lot on this podcast, obviously, but, like, the idea of the Trinity, like, you have Superman, Batman, and then Wonder Woman? I mean, it's taken hold now, but she's nowhere near their level. You know well, I mean? it was a marketing like, thing. That and it's they marketed worked. It and then, you know, it has worked. So into the, I give them credit because they... Look, I like Wonder Woman in general, but I just feel that sometimes they milk it a bit too hard for what it is, if yeah. you know what I mean. Like, well, they don't, they don't um, have any... Uh, I'm not saying they don't have any like, good female characters. I like a lot of DC females, like, uh, but they don't have any other real A-list female characters besides um, Harley Quinn. Well, I'd, say, I'd say Harley. I'd say Harley is... But she's not a mind, superhero... No, but I'd say she's bigger than Wonder Woman now. Oh, she's... Um, I think she's bigger than Superman. I I think she's the biggest thing they have outside of Batman. One of the things... One of the moments... Jim Lee doesn't often say anything of consequence, but he did make (laughs) a really pertinent... Like, seriously, for a guy who's been president or co-president, you you can't think of anything he's really ever said. He's very quiet. He's very quiet, yeah. James Gunn has said more on his first day on the job than Jim Lee said his entire time. Jim Lee just kind of hunkers down. But anyway, he did make a comment one day where he said uh, Harley Quinn was like the fourth pillar. And I actually said that was a really smart comment because she has turned into this cottage industry. And I do think it's been really successful, um, almost despite itself. 
and mm. I think they've done a really good job. And even if even if they've stumbled and, and managed to do it, they've had decent creators and good creators who've put out reasonably good content. And I think, really, they've sort of had a bit of a hit on their hands now for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, which is, to their credit, like, really. Um, and I, I don't get it one iota. I, don't, I know you like her. I don't get it. I love her. I, I love her, but, but she's I liked everything her TV I love show, in a character. You know? uh, but I love not, not because of her, you know? You talk about the animated show. Yeah. I liked it because of show. stuff like Kite Man and Jim Gordon, like all the stuff they did with other DC characters. Uh, yeah, but she appeals to a certain comic book. A uh, and one, apparently. Yeah, and a casual fan as well. Like, there's just something about her humour, much like Deadpool, it can be played pretty broad, and it can work, you know? There's just, there's there's a certain chemistry in that character that works, and I think to their credit, they've at least realised that, you know? I can't argue with that, but, you know, uh, when she's leading the Suicide Squad and she's leading Bane... I'm calling bullshit, mm-hmm. which did happen. Like, why? Why would Bane yeah. let her be I'm in not fucking saying, charge? I'm not saying like, all the stories are good or they're not. Of course, they're milking the. Like, this is comics. As soon as something's popular, they milk the fuck out of it. Yeah. You know, just just um, like don't they do it with Deadpool? They do it. With yeah. Deadpool. I just wish like they just can't help themselves, man. Yeah, that's true. I just I don't like how character popularity translates to their importance in universe. Which is, well, I'm sure is... It's always been that way, though. Like, it, it was that way with Batman and Superman and Spider-Man and whoever else, you know? Really. Wolverine, you Punisher. Look at, you look at Crosses on Infinite Earths, and Batman was, like, barely in it. Oh, which is a fucking joke. Well, but, but to be fair, general, like, why would he be at that time, you know? I hear you, but in, like, in general, though... Batman and Superman, like, let's say from the 40s to the fucking 80s, they were everywhere. They spammed yeah. Batman and Superman like they couldn't, they just couldn't get enough. And then they really couldn't get enough Batman. They were like, wow, you think you've seen Batman, kids? Wait till 87. You're going to see so much more of him from now on. But we still, we um, still had you know, other characters. Like, we still had lots of Green Lantern, for instance. Sure. And Green Lantern was like, for a long time, he was really important in events. Like, or yeah. he was, like, just, but, like, the past ten, I want to say, like, ten years. Oh, yeah. You know? Like... And he should be, in, like, but, Connor, if I'm writing the story, if I'm writing, if I'm guiding the universe in the comics, Green Lantern should be definitely important in, in a, whatever you call it, like, whatever, you know, interplanetary event or whatever you want to mm. call it, like, Green Lantern is a cool character, um... You know, but, yeah, you're right. Like, you have Batman, like, leading the DC Dark Metal, blah, blah, oh blah. Like, like we stand we, that Dark Metal stuff. Neither could I. But no, neither could I. But I probably could have st- stood it if it was a 10-issue series. The end. We're done. It tells its story. We Dig move on with our years. lives. Yeah. It didn't drag for years and years and years. And I feel bad bringing it up, but that's the reality of what they do. You know, they just they just plunge it, and they just it's cynical, like really. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's unfortunately what we're saying is exactly what DC Comics have been doing in the last yeah. fifteen years. I mean, like, I guess who cares about events anymore anyway? I don't read them. Like, I mean, I I try, and I just 
know, I think events. I, so. I, I, I have totally disengaged myself from Marvel events. I couldn't even care less. Oh, DC yeah. events I care a bit more about and will try because I've enjoyed some in the past so much. But uh, whatever the Dark Metal one was called, and ha- that killed me, you know? That well, was... Yeah. That just killed me, basically. Not to, <laughs> not to go choo-choo on the Grant Morrison train again, sure. but in uh, Final Crisis, right? Loved it. At Loved the it. end, it came down to Superman. But it did. there's a but here. He wasn't in it for most of it. And so many characters got so many things to do. And the, the person who gets the final kill on the bad guy is the Green Lanterns. You know? Yeah. Like, so it was... There was that popularity aspect there with Batman and Superman, but, like, everyone still got things to do. And it felt... It felt natural. Like, it was natural with Superman because of the way they did it with the Legion and stuff. And, of course, he's the one who has to do it. And then it was natural with Batman because Batman got captured and he happened to be in that situation. You know? Yeah. So... Anyway, this was a good event. It's a great... Fu- it was a yeah. great fucking story, man. Great story, Final Crisis. Hmm. Loved it. Yeah. It was good. Superman versus Lobo. Um, yes. So... Let's get to it. Like, it's fun. I will say that. I've I, divided... I, I don't know if you remember the individual issues, but that's how I divided my notes. Okay. Um, so... Uh, let's say issue... Issue one is, like, the... The sort of introduction and like the sort of twitter war with lobo yes and uh i really like that opening the uh, i liked the art but i really like i liked how it, it did space like this first page is really nice uh like the birth of newman oh yeah it was cool yeah yeah um like i remember because i got the first issue and i opened the book i saw the art i shut it and i never looked at it again Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, reading it now, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I enjoyed the book, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I like, it was genuinely funny. Um, like, this yeah. first this first issue, like, yeah, some of the stuff was a bit on the nose, but, like, I love the no thanks Superman hashtag. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was funny. And the people complaining <laughs> about, like, him rescuing them and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, he didn't ask about a fear of heights before he took me out of the burning building. Yeah, um, and they have lots of fun with Jimmy as well. Yeah, you saw Jimmy as like the monster and stuff. Yeah, and uh, so that and the fact that it turns out like these this Twitter thing, which mm. by the way this was before Elon Musk took over Twitter, but like <laughs> it was. But it's funny because Lex takes over Twitter, and it's yes. Lex's Twitter, and he allows all this misinformation, and he. Is very biased. It's just kind of funny how things have turned out. But um, well, they're probably playing with Trump as well. You oh know, God, like... absolutely, yeah. But at least they don't go that far. <laughs> but well, um, I mean, they don't. They don't name him, you know. Yeah, they could have gone further. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like it was a. It's really fun. First issue, and we get. I like the girl. I think the way they set up the reporter or observer or whatever yeah. she is, I think is clever as well. Yeah. Um, I actually think, like all the best Lobo comics, it's dumb, but it's also clever. It's oh, both, absolutely. You know? uh, like, it's dumb fun. Like, and yeah. One of the funniest parts is, like, uh, Lobo gets rid of Newman, and yeah. then Superman gets all the credit. 
and Lobro's like, well, what's the footage of me? And it's just the footage of <laughs> Superman lasering him in the face, like, which, yeah, exactly. which prompts this whole thing. Uh... <laughs> and then I liked when Newman... I loved it when Newman brought them back, their worlds back, but he got it wrong at the end. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was a great setup. Uh, so, yeah, Superman's on Sazania and Lobro's on Krypton, and, you know... I love that last page with the split of them. It's just cool. Yeah, See, you know? Usually, like, I don't enjoy Lobo that much, usually. But yeah, yeah, yeah. boy, I liked him in this. This was like... Well, this is pretty typical classic Lobo. Like, this is kind of like... But I think it's... You know. Yeah, I don't know, because... So my Lobo exposure is like... He was fine on the issues you came on for. Uh, sure. I mean, they, weren't, they just weren't great issues, but then there was like... In Man of Tomorrow, an American Alien something about it and then in the superman animated <laughs> series it was just yeah it just felt jarring it didn't work for me he didn't work as a superman bad guy for me but in this he is the main man he is the main man dude like you know <laughs> he, he like what you see is what you get kind of thing like he's not the world's most complicated character well i know? think i think it's part of it is there's a difference between putting him in a superman comic and having a comic where he's sharing the title with Superman, if that makes sense. Sure. Because I yeah. found him stronger here, and because the story itself was that tone, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, it, it's very much... You are right. He's given a lot of room here to breathe, you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah, it, often, it's often he's just there to fight Superman while he's collecting a bounty. It's pretty gratuitous, yeah. you know? Like, it's, it's not complicated stuff. It's just, like, he's... Rowdy old Lobo chomping his way around, yeah, doing crazy shit. And Superman's like, "No, you can't do that." And they get into a fight. And he makes sarcastic comments, and it's the same, and, same every time. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty this, much what it always is. Yeah, this was like a, and I was reading reviews for this are really bad. And I was reading some of them. Really, were, they were disappointed that it wasn't a, like just a brawl between Superman and Lobo. And Which like, is, to be fair, what I'd hoped for. That but, that is what they're selling you. Yes, but when I read it, and I like Tim Seeley's work in general, mm. so when I read it, I realised what he was doing, and I just went with it. I thought he did it quite well. Yeah, you know, cool to see Toy Man too. You know, yeah, um, Toy Man. You know, who can't help himself but just be fucking evil. Yeah, um, you know, just an evil bastard basically. Um, you know, and yeah, it was it was fun to see him. I really, you know, you know, something I thought was really funny. Uh, and it almost gets lost. It's at the end where Batman is going to take the glory and kill Superman, and then Lobo just goes, no, you're not stealing the glory, God, and that, just boots him out. That whole issue, I have a lot to say about that. Um, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, what's, what's with Lobo and the dolphins? Uh, Lobo has a, um, uh, like, an obsession, like, love of dolphins. Oh, and so he's is like, that real, is it? In Lobo comics, yeah, he's... A, he's as in, like, like it wasn't invented for this story? No, no, he has... He's always loved dolphins and stuff, and, like, cares for them and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah he's, like, a real nature lover of dolphins, basically. Yeah, because he does mention, like, what me and those dolphins had was genuine. Uh... Yeah, 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 you know, he's a... Yeah, he's a... Um, in the Lobo lore, he's a... Yeah, he loves dolphins. Yeah, because yeah. that, that's what Lois uses to get the Lobo as cancelled party. 
going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the way they counteract it is Superman's even standing in front of the American flag giving the speeches like, stop being so <laughs> negative online. Yeah. Leave positive reviews, post positive pictures. And I'm like, you tell them, man. Let's. I love it. You know, more positivity. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And it's kind of cheesy, which I like. It's cheesy know? and it's very transparent. Um, but, like. Yeah. It's fun. It. Like, it's actually part of the plot, so it works, you know? Totally, yeah. Totally, and, yeah. There's, exactly. Yeah, each issue's doing a different thing. So if you, if you want to go to issue two, mm. uh, issue two, uh, the whole time they're on each other's home planets, which was a I lot of fun. It. And that was the whole gimmick for this issue. Uh, so I love how they're all kind of, they're not standalone, but they're different, you know? Yeah, they're, they're sort of like three, each one, because I think they've got 50 pages to play with. Yeah. Each one is kind of like, like it's really sort of self-contained in a weird way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed issue two. We see the return of this school teacher who was in some early Lobo stories. Um, and yeah, she's you have back. to tell me about the Lobo law because. Uh, oh, uh, look! Look, I mean, dude, the guy's pretty, pretty. Well, he he pulls out some pretty deep references to Superman law, so. Well, I can tell you this, from what I've read of Lobo, and I've certainly not read everything, but he killed his whole planet yeah, with I some love. virus <laughs> or something. Um, and that woman that's in this, um, Mrs. Trib, with the glasses, from memory, she was like a, his fourth grade teacher or something, and like yeah. I think he killed her. Um, but she like full-on realised how evil he was. Like She's a comedic character. She looks yeah. exactly like this. It's just fun to see her back, but she actually teams up um, with Lobo in this mm. one in the in the end because, but she realised how evil he was or something, and I th- I think he killed her or he may have killed her first or something like yeah. when he killed everyone else like you know she's a throwaway character, but it was fun to see her back. Um, mm. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. Um, I also liked how fun how much fun Lobo was having on Krypton with like the. Yeah. Um, with, like, the sort of hippie Kryptonians. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, the... Superman's not doing much on Cezania. He's, like, doing yard work. He's happy there. So he's trying to get off the planet, though, and I think what the teacher's stealing is blood. Uh, yes. Well, that's all that's the happened power there. power some weapon. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny, like, all the neighbours look... You know, everyone looks very suspicious, but they're friendly. Uh... And, uh, yeah, Lobo, he's trying to engineer something to take out the planet. He, he's doing all sorts of stuff. And, yeah, as you said, he hooks up with these hippies. And this dude How about when she says, there are, there are those among us who have decided the only solution is to return to a warmer, more primal era, when the calluses on our fists were thick and the fabric around our asses was thin. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, huh, maybe I ought to rethink my view of Krypton. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. They all have the mem- like Krypton remembers that it, it blew up, and Cezania remembers that Lobo killed yes. them all. So that's a big thing. And this the hippie cult, this god they worship, is an actual character. Mm. There was like a story in Superman oh, really? Family one hundred and eighty two about wow. Joe Mon and out like uh, ending the reign of the tyrant Al Nell. I haven't read the story. But it's a, uh-huh. it's a deep cut reference, you know? So yeah, it's a yeah. Issue. Uh, Which is the good thing with Superman. I mean, I guess they've, they've explored Krypton so much 
over the years, mm. you can do some deep cards. I mean, Zod turns up with his crew at one point. Yeah, like the Silver Age versions. Um, I yeah, love it. That's the thing. This Krypton's like a hybrid of like post-crisis and pre-crisis, which is fine. It's like an outer continuity story. So it's neat to totally. see like the John Byrne Jor-El with like the Silver Age General Zod. And uh, yeah, Zod, Jaxor, and Feyora show up and Lobo just kills them all. <laughs> What did you think about the reveal that um, the chick that Lobo's just um, hooking up with constantly is um, Superman's mother? That was pretty funny, I thought. Oh, that's that's the darkest of humour right there. Um. I really enjoy, I really enjoy. I thought it was funny, man. I've got to be honest. And, and she's like, and then she's like joking about it and stuff to um, Jor El at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who doesn't seem to be aware that he's just shopped his wife around? Um, yeah, and it, at least at least Superman didn't find out. <laughs> no, and then how about when Zod just turns up with the crew from the movie, um, and they shoot like they then blow their head off one guy. Yeah, um, and then I love it when um, when he says any off-repeated movie lines or anything you want to get off your chest, and he goes kneel before Zod. Yeah, and he just crunches him with a knee. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I liked all but the. This is this is. This is this is see. This is where I I think people who want that classic Lobo, it is actually here in this comic. It's mm. just inside a bit of a clever story. Yeah. Um. Or you know, or maybe not clever, but you know what I mean. It's it's you can sort of miss it, and then you start reading this, and these little moments are there, and you're like, yeah, this is Lobo. Like this is pure Lobo. You know. Yeah. That's great. I loved when Jorel was talking to the council and they're not believing him, and he's like, "You didn't believe me last time <laughs> yeah, when the planet yeah. blew up." Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah really it's funny. like, what, what will it take for you guys to believe me? Like, how uh, many times in Superman comics has have we flashed back to Jorel warning the council? It's just one of the most off-repeated tropes mm, in Superman comics, you know? Yeah, like he's uh, just doomed. <laughs> well, because it's because it's always relevant. Uh, I can't believe I'm having to argue this again. Does no one remember what happened the last time my observations were unheeded? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, that really made me laugh. Because um, yeah. they're always shooting him down, you know. So I really liked the Lobo clones as well. Yes, yes. Like they're yeah, saying they're father, you know, stuff like that. Um. And he's, he's <laughs> saying I'm not going to pay child support. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Yeah, no, it's... Look, as I'm, can I say as well? I think the art is a really good match because it actually does an old school Superman, but it also captures Lobo. Mm. So it's it's a nice marriage where the Superman is actually very sort of old school, you yeah. know, in a weird way, like it's which I love. And yet the Lobo, it's it's very distinctive that 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 nineties Lobo. It's it, it is what it is. I mean, I've got a Lobo. On my um, shelf here, uh, I think one of the McFarlane toys, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, they've got Lobo, you know. Mm. Um, it's cartoony, like a lot of the Lobo stuff was. Um, and I also like the character of the the girl, who's yeah. the who's the observer. I think she's cool. It could be really easy to make her annoying, but she's like genuinely endearing. So, yes, they they, they uh, just they take it to the edge and they don't plunge off it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like. I first looked at the art and I was like, screw this, but like the art really works and it's really good. Like it, it just yeah. fits the story perfectly and melds these two worlds and characters together. Um, we'll make a Lobo fan of you yet. Before you know it, you'll be reading the Alan <laughs> Grant Lobo run and realizing that it's really a work of genius. 
good old Alan Grant. May you rest in peace. I don't read many comics these days. Uh, wow. Well, these are all old ones. You can easily mm, find them. So, you know, yeah. Back in the nineties, man. So, oh yeah. Do you have DC? Do you have DC Infinite? By no, the way, I do not. Okay, because they're all on there. Yeah. Um, no, I got. Fun. I'm always reading heaps of stuff. I have. Um, I'm reading Doomsday Clock next. And I oh, want to cool. reread Flex Mentality because I really liked that when I read it the first time. So yeah, yeah, it's a good, that's a good read, man. Uh, that's a good read. And the filth, yes, I got to my work I've never read the filth. I own it, and I I tried to read it. And I was like, wow, this is really hardcore. Um, I'm, but I'm, maybe I need to, to mm. read. Have you read it? No, I haven't. It's very. Uh, have you read the Invisibles? I have not. I've heard about it. Well. Oh, The Invisibles is incredible. Like, it's yeah. it's it's probably Grant Morrison's, in my mind, his best work. Um, but The Filth, it's like The Invisibles jacked up like a thousand, and The Invisibles is already pretty out there. Is it just, like, incomprehensible, so, or...? I... It's also, as the term says, very, very confronting. Yeah. Um, and possibly quite almost repellent. I would describe it as I, I, and I'm a big Grant Morrison fan, and I finished The Invisibles, and I was like ten out of ten, yeah. And I thought I'll try The Filth, and I, I just, I just couldn't really penetrate it at all. I just struggled and then just gave up. Mm. Um, but I do own it and would definitely give it another try. Um, but. Yeah, as a Grant Morrison fan, I, I even I didn't find I, I found it hard to get into, you know. Yeah, he well he it's wrote very that. full on. It's very full on. Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. No, I, I was going to continue though. Um, <laughs> he wrote it when he was in a really dark place. So, uh, well, it shows. It yeah. shows. It, it's it, to be honest, it wasn't my cup of tea. Mm. You know. Um, but you know, but the Invisibles. If you want to read something really fucking good that he wrote, that's excellent. It's very you long. Know? Is the thing. Yeah, uh, but you know, you don't have to read it all in one night. Yeah, I don't, I'll, 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 I'll get there. I got to read Seven Soldiers yeah, as there. well. There's, there's other stuff. So Seven much to Soldiers read. is Seven Soldiers is very good. I, mm. I, I own the hard covers, and it is very rewarding. Like yeah. you get, it's like two big hard covers. You get to the end of it, and you're like, "Man, that's actually really good." Mm. You know, uh, I, I I rate Seven Soldiers very highly. I rate a lot. I rate pretty much most of Grant Morrison's work very highly. But Invisibles is probably my favorite of everything he's done, and that says something considering how much good stuff he's done. You know, that, there's only one thing he's done I haven't liked. So what was that? Uh, what was that? Kill Your Boyfriend. I've not read that to be honest. It, it's like a it was like an eighty-page Vertigo one-shot, and I just wasn't into it. Yeah, no, uh, I know of it. I just, I've just never read it. Like, it's just one of those things that I've missed. Have you read his Doom Patrol? No, I've not read his Doom Patrol, but I own it. So I actually probably over my Christmas when I start reading that. Mm. Um, I really love his Animal Man. Yeah, again, yeah, the, these are all things that are on the list, uh, especially oh, Animal well, you'll Man. Get that, man. Yeah, a- Animal Man's very good. It's very readable too. And Sea you know? Guy, I want to read Sea Guy because that looks very I've fun. Not, I, I've not read that, but I bet you it's quite fun. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of fun, uh, so the plant, so the whole the whole thing is this Newman entity who uh, he he brought to reward them for 
it's complicated. He, he wanted to reward them, so he put them on their home planets, but he got them mixed up. And then yes. uh, the lady, scientist lady, convinced him to fix it, and accepts he like blew the planets up again, or he took them away again. Yes, uh, exactly. Like they did. They disappeared again. So, yeah. I'm just reading. I'm just flicking through it. That's basically what happened. And then there's a scene where it's funny where Superman. She says you have to kiss me, and so Superman's already kissed her. And then Lobo's not going to do it. But then she's like, "Oh yeah, I don't blame you. I have to be terrified to follow someone like Superman. That's going to be a bit so scary compared to him." And then Lobo just kisses yeah. her, and Superman's <laughs> in the background just like bro reaching. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the Newman Revenge Squad, which is very much a, yes. a play on the Superman Revenge Squad, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because when Newman's born, like, a universe gets destroyed, so they're, they're all, well, like, most of the universe. So, yeah, that leads us into issue three. Mm. Uh, so, uh, there's a gag in this I really love where Lobo's like, every time I try and swear around you, it just turns into this. I love it. And it's gold. It's yeah, gold. It's so man. good. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I when I saw that I, I actually just chuckled. I yeah. thought that was I this is where I think like people who like classic Lobo will actually enjoy this if they give it a chance because there's actually mm. some old school Lobo humour in it. Yeah. That's yeah, good. No, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. I, I actually really thought you know, often, whenever you speak of a trilogy, whether that be a book, whether that be a miniseries, the third book, the third issue, will they stick the landing? Yeah. I think they really stuck the landing in this comic. I, I, I actually, I think it was really well done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I just, I just think everything comes together. Um, the, the, the two sort of reconcile and it's not so much the like the fighting is fun but just the way we even recap mm. the stuff about the observer and how she got there and then Lobo's fighting that kind of almost like you know kind of like almost like ghost ridery kind of character um yeah and, what, and the whole thing the issue. oh um, the whole thing like the, the the girl dies Lobo lets her die oh he he Superman gets he basically kills her. <laughs> um, she like, he does. He, he spaces he, her. She yeah. steals her harness and spaces her. Uh, and th- there's this whole thing between Superman and Lobo, so if we can't later, is that, you know, Lobo's like, to Superman, you know, I was telling everyone just to be selfish, and they loved it. Uh, yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, it's sort of quite meta because it's often like everyone's always like Superman's so boring you know and the, well you know that whole thing like oh, absolutely yeah you, you know how they're always you know like so there's it's a bit meta how they're sort of talking about that even you know which I think is interesting yeah it's like you know people don't like you know it's compared to the edgy. good people um yeah and it gets very meta <laughs> yeah they like the bad later on um, yeah. I like the bad boy. Well, and also and that kind of stuff. And then an interesting idea is that they want to be like, selfish. How, how funny! Like, yes, the idea. And you, you know what I thought was really good. Mm. Go uh, what I thought was really good was the character of um, Lobo's alter ego in the Daily Planet office. 
I thought was excellent. Mm. Yeah, well, before we jump there, I want to say, as well, Lobo points out, like, being good like Superman is against people's nature. So they they huh. sort of don't connect with it like that. And that's something I've kind of played with before on the podcast, is, like, people can't huh. relate to someone who's selfless. Because, like, like it, it, I mean, we even see it in Batman v Superman. No one trusts him. Huh. Like, no one trusts his intentions. And it's like that in real life as well. Like, you know, you can be too nice. Like, I've, I've gotten into trouble because I've appeared to be too nice, right? So it's... All right. It's... it's it, trust me, it's happened. And it's just... It, it's interesting stuff to chew on. And I think... Um, yeah, it is... Oh, God, I don't want to... I'll go down a rabbit hole and I'll start talking about Joseph Campbell. So we'll move on. But... Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, the kind of, like, selfless, almost Christ-like... Superman. Um, I mean, to be honest, I find that a little bland myself. You know, it's not but even when Christ-like. they Christ-like, it's like. But but sort of sort of you know what I mean by Christ-like, like the sort of like, I don't know, like when done wrongly, it it does come off. Well, it's overbearing. Yeah. Yeah. When it's being really but it can preachy. be done well. I mean, it can be done well, but yes, it can become preachy. That's exactly what it can become. But when done well. Uh, or when done as a counterpoint, you know, it can be done well. Like, uh, you know, it's yeah, it, it is Superman. At the end of the day, that is the character. But and know? I don't, I don't think a lot of people have been exposed to like the preachy versions because they're like, you know, they're, they're not in the best stories. So it's like Superman. Ultimately, like he's just like he's just a good guy, you know. Like as you said yourself, that yeah. guy said he was basically yeah. the modern Sir Galahad, right? Like. There's no ulterior Yes. Um, uh, I think it was John Suntress was saying having Sir Galahad in a, in a sort of broken down world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he's just a damn good guy. Like, he's the ultimate good guy. And God is yourself for being that. I, I don't want him to not be that, you know? Mm. Um, be, you know, what, what I don't actually... Even though I say he can be preachy and it can be bland... That's just any writing, because if yeah. you try to make Superman, and they've certainly tried to make Superman more complicated or a bit more humanised, I actually dislike it, because mm. I'm like, I want my Superman sort of... Perfect's not the right word, but like almost the perfect big dad. That is Superman, you he's know? Called, I mean, he's called it Superman. You know, he's supposed to... Yeah. And the whole idea, you know, is like, you know, especially Grant Morrison leans into this, is like, this could be us if we were our best selves, mm. you know? Yeah, like, and it's an like ideal. And, yeah, like, I don't see why you want to cheapen Superman. To those, yeah. And, like, in fairness, like, you know, in general, they stay relatively true most of the time to at least that, you know? Yeah. They do at least try to do that, I think. You know, because, basically, you've got to have someone... Uh, you, you don't really want to make Superman too dark, ever. You know, no. even though... People that say that really don't want that. He can be in dark stories, but yes, definitely in dark stories. But the character himself, um, you've got Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever they've tried that, like the times when it works is stuff like for the man who has everything, when it's like believable. When he, yeah, if 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 it's then he gets stuff like for tomorrow, which is just not good. I don't know if you ever read that. I've actually not read it. I like Brian Azzarello in general, but I've not read that. Um, 
Yeah, but but I will say this: I'm always up for a bit of fun, you know. And I and I just think that this guy, mm. who's kind of like Clark Kent, but like way more sleazy, and he's got the ponytail, yeah. and he's just like hitting on Lois. I thought that was hilarious, and I could easily read. And this says something about me: I could easily read a comic of this character. Yeah. You know, but um, but then she says it's like it's written by an edge lord, and it is. It's so clever how it's done, you know. Well, yeah, because so yeah, Lobo he somehow like changes the universe. All this was a bit hard to understand, but he uses Newman's energy to change the uni- yes. universe in his image or something, and it's like yes. Then we get oh, Superman's a fascist dictator now because Jimmy Olsen was killed by Lex Luthor, and he burned Lex Luthor alive. And I was reading it, and then I'm like, oh come on, are we really doing this? And then. And then it, I'm like, because I was reading it, and I'm like, is this a parody? Because it's so dumb. Is this deliberate? And then it spells it out for us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> as you said, Lois says, this yeah, doesn't add up. Yeah, it was written by an edgelord. You know, it's uh, just over the top. No. Yeah. And I, I really liked it. I thought it, was, I thought it was just fun. I really thought it was funny. And then she re- he reveals himself to be the main man. And, um, you know, yeah. it was just, I thought it was done really well. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then, you know, you see all the, the League of the Last Sons yeah. um, all get killed. Um, and Superman, like, destroys, destroys, uh, or he fries Lobo's face. And then Batman turns up with the kryptonite spear and he's going to, it's why I have to be the one to end this. And then and then Lobo's like, hell the frag, no. You ain't <laughs> taking this away from me, Batman. This yeah. is my story. I'm the hero. Me, the main man. And you know what? I actually think that should have been a splash page that where he says that. Because I think that's a big, funny mm. moment in the story. You're right. And I think it deserved a bigger panel. Um, yeah. Just my opinion, you know? No, I agree. I agree. And all of Superman's hilariously, like, evil dialogue. So if you ever played through the first Injustice game, he talks like this. Yeah. He actually talks like this. I uh, have played through it, yeah, I remember, yeah. And there's a part where he burns Shazam's brains out, and mm. he blows up a bridge full of cars, and for me, this is this portrayal's making fun of, like, injustice. This is what it was yeah. making fun of to me. Um, the comics do it better, but I still don't think they're very good. Uh, so, like, and it was transparent. It literally says it was written by an edgelord, but I'm like, no, call that bullshit out, because... That stuff has had a ill effect on Superman's character, or the perception of his character, I should say, because they keep doing the evil Superman thing. At Um, least it did as well. I mean, I think probably we've moved on from it a bit in recent, you know, the year or two, but yes, there was a period where... We even got it in Superman and Lois, which was like, wow. Yeah. but yeah, and I love... What what happened there? Did they have Superman go evil in that? Yeah. Or was it just evil... They had an alternate Earth where Superman was wearing the black suit, and he, like, helped the Kryptonians take over the Earth, and mm. killed everyone. Is that him. show worth watching? Uh, I guess just watch it and see how far you get, yeah. if you can put up with I've it, got, then yeah. I, I've, but... watched a, I've watched a fair chunk of the first season, and I didn't hate it, you know? I'm like, this isn't that bad, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just it's one of those things where you think, is it worth the time investment kind of thing? And I was really on the fence mm. about it, but maybe I'll continue watching. Cause I, I didn't hate it like, by any yeah. means. Is there much Brainiac? I'm no Brainiac. 
Oh, that sucks. Uh, See, I was hoping there'd be some Brainiac. Yeah. Season 2 does okay. stuff with, like, Bizarro World. Okay. Like, Alright. Oh, summer Season 2 was real hard to get through, though. Yeah. Like, what other villains are there? Any other big villains? There's uh, Bizarro. Uh, Morgan it's Edge. Zod, it, Zod? No Zod. Um, okay. They've been holding back a bit on big villains. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously right. Steel's a major character in it. Uh... Alright, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll check it out. What 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 I what I watched, I didn't mind to be honest. I was like, this is okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like I'll I'll keep watching it because it's like. So, what would you give this out of out of ten? What would you give the three issues? This book. Well, first, yeah. Mm. I want to say I really love this line from Lois as a Superman fan because mm. it's how I view Superman. Mm. Uh, you know so he has uh, she's saying Superman you have the firmest foundation of anyone you're immovable in your beliefs you don't change and no matter what happens no matter how much it hurts you don't break that's what always made you super and I agree and Mm. it's uh, Grant Morrison recently said in that interview the idea that Superman loses his wife and becomes evil Mm. is absurd because like if you'd lost your wife, Dave, would you become evil? <laughs> you know? No. Like... No. He, 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 he's not the Punisher, you know? Yeah, well, the thing um... is, like, he's especially better than us at this sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. like, he can't... A lot of writers, he can come off as, like, an unhinged alien where Lois Lane's is only linked to humanity. You know? And that's, like, the worst I, fucking thing ever. I, I, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I, I, I think that that storyline was for the game to, you know, make it... Well, I'm you not know, just but... talking about that. Uh, no, they, I know. But they've like, been doing it for I, a long time. Like, I know, when Mark Wade did it in um, Kingdom Come, I felt well, that it was, was a lot better done than... Oh, no, that was really well done. Because... Yeah, I thought that was well done. It wasn't even Lois dying that made him leave. It was the fact that... Uh, Magog executed the Joker, and everyone's. No, I know. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but I I thought that, that that depiction of Superman's disillusionment was was actually quite well done. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I thought it was great. But that's maybe as bad as disillusion as I ever want him to get. You mm. know, yeah. I I don't actually. No, he's not the Punisher, which is what he becomes in um. In uh, in injustice, comes worse. It's just like, <laughs> it, yeah, he's just, yeah the Punisher without even any rules. Like, he doesn't have any morals. Like, like his... yeah, it's crazy how bad he gets. Like it's nuts. Yeah, it's... Uh, like he's like Ultraman. Like he's worse than Ultraman, actually. Cause... No, he is. He's he is worse than Ultraman. He's um he turns into like irredeemable and irredeemable goes yeah. evil. That's irredeemable was good, by the way. I like that book. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I've, 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 I've read it all, um, and I enjoyed it a lot, actually, um, but I don't actually want my actual Superman to become like that. No, you know? I think, if you're going to do Evil Superman, don't make it Clark Kent, make it something else. You know, Homelander. Yeah, uh, yeah t- exactly, yeah, you take the analogue and you experiment with it, um, yeah. but you don't need to do it with the original. Um, Even yeah, Nazi well, Superman yeah. is not evil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, like... he's misguided. Uh, he's semi-betrayed, and yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. But no, he's not. Um, he's not. He, Ultraman is evil. Yes, you know, and Ultraman's Ultraman. Great. Uh... 
Ultraman's <laughs> a great character, but he's about as evil as they come. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just can't help himself, Ultraman. He's just non-stop evil all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but not classic Superman. Please. No. Yeah, and uh, you're right. The past year or so, like we've seen a lot less of it. I think they, I think DC or whoever these writers realize people aren't connecting with this and they're not interested. But we're gonna get Injustice Three. Evil Superman's gonna be back, baby. And you know who's gonna be? Oh, are we? I didn't realize we even were getting Injustice Three. I'm pretty sure we are, because they alternate well, between Injustice and Mortal Kombat. I love, um, I, you know, you'll hate me for this, but I actually do like the Injustice games. Oh, the games are fun. The games are fun. Yeah. It's the story yeah. that drives me nuts. Um, but you the, know, story is, the story is stupid. I, I agree. You yeah. know what we're getting in Justice 3? We all want to see a different universe, but no. We're getting the same universe. Evil Superman's back, and he has come, Dave. The big bad, the Batman oh. who laughs, will be the bad oh. guy in Injustice 3. If I wouldn't mind that in the. I wouldn't mind that in the game. Really, you're not you know. sick of him. Oh, uh, like I, I don't love him, but in the game, I wouldn't mind mm. him, like to fight against him and stuff. I just, yeah, I love yeah, the yeah. option to play as good Superman because you got that in the first game. You didn't get yeah, that in yeah, the yeah. second game. Uh, so oh I, yeah, no, I, I wish they'd reset it so that it was like I played as know, Bizarro just... instead. <laughs> yeah, I, I just dislike how. His kit, you couldn't play as just Superman. You had to play with a stupid head thing on. Stuff, oh my you know? god! What, what were they thinking with that head thing? I hate it. It's I, so bad. I hate that. Like I'm a purist at heart, so when it, when I want to play the fighting game as Superman, I want one of the options to be just classic Superman. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, um, just just make it a fun time, like Marvel vs. Capcom. You know, give us just yeah. give us the classic iterations of these characters. I tell you what was uh, a fun game back in the 360 was DC vs. Mortal Kombat. That was fun. I remember um, that. It was very clunky. That was... I mean, I, we used to spend many hours playing that, but yeah. but I, I've played the Injustice games a lot too, so, I mean... I remember know, in uh, DC vs. Mortal Kombat, I just spammed Superman's shoulder charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun, man. You it, could was, get... it was fun. And that was that was like the real precursor to Injustice, I guess. It was, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was by the... You know, obviously, it was a combination of two characters. It was fun, you know. But what Captain can, Marvel. But like, but Captain Marvel was good mm. in it. Like, but it pissed me off in Injustice Two when they took out Lobo. Like, he was in one and then he wasn't in two. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why would you take out Lobo? You took out the main man. I was mm. pissed off. I mean, in a fighting game. In a fighting game. I don't think. I think. I don't think Lobo is guaranteed by any stretch. Oh man, he should be in a fighting game. Yeah, He's a powerhouse uh, man. I mean, they they took out a lot of people. There was no Bane. There was no Doomsday. Well, that's also a, that's also a fucking disaster. Um, like, I don't know why you take out these guys. Like, I'd have Bane. I'd have Doomsday. I'd have Lobo. I'm surprised you know, there was no Shazam because that is Ed Boon has confirmed that uh, Captain Marvel is his favorite. Yeah, uh, well. I know he was dead, but so was the Joker. He was dead too. They brought him back. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I don't think we need to be constrained by continuity in terms of the Injustice games. No, just it's a fighting um, game. Just give us our it's characters. It's a fighting game. You know? Just give us the characters and let let it let add it. You know. And the skins were way better in the first game. You know, like you had Red Sun skins and stuff, but yeah. then it became like the armor that you equip in the second yeah. game. I wasn't into that. Uh, oh well, man. 
So out of ten, Superman versus Lobo. I'm going to give it. I'm gonna I'm gonna upscale a bit. I'm gonna give it an eight. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Eight. Um, more enjoyable than I expected. Um, I'm glad I got it. It was my most recent hardcover I bought. Um, and yeah, I, I think surprisingly enjoyable. I think I am one of the classic Lobo fans, and yeah. I was trepidatious too. But I think that it was a, it was a well done comic in the end. I, I think it was actually really pretty damn good, really. Uh, mm. Sort of better than I expected. Um, and yeah, give. You know, if you're an old school Lobo fan, try it out because it actually has some really funny moments in it, and I think really showcases the two characters quite yeah. nicely. Yeah, so. uh, from from the Superman end, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed Lobo. I enjoyed Superman. Uh, you know, this the the premise of like they conflicted with each other in each issue, and the way they did in each issue was just very fun. You know, yeah. especially the planet swapping that was great. Uh, it's gross. Like maybe it's so may- what? yeah. No, I'm just I'm, I'm <laughs> saying this as like a recommendation <laughs> thing, not as in it turns me off. Yeah. But like in general, maybe some Superman fans don't want Lobo sleeping with his mom. Maybe they'll read the comic. And I thought that, that was uh, fucking <laughs> hilarious, personally, and, and and that she seemed to be kind of into it was kind of even more funny. Yeah. So it's it's crass, very funny. Uh, yeah. Like you know, if I reckon you'll know from our talk if it's your type of thing or not. Um. But I yeah, think it's great. I mean, it doesn't yeah. deserve the reviews. It doesn't deserve the reviews it's gotten. I think it's really good. I, I, I yeah. I, don't pay any attention to the reviews. Just check it out for yourself and make your own mind up. I, Absolutely. I didn't, even, I didn't even know what the reviews were. I'm good or bad. I had yeah. no idea, and I don't even really care. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, and also, far worse comics get ten out of tens from IGN. You know. Yeah. And CBR. Absolutely. I'll call those two. Oh, they're ten out of ten for like the most mediocre content at times. You know. Mm, yeah. Um. So yeah. Just look G- at give the Justice a... Goodreads rating, uh, and compare well, it to they, Kingdom Come. They are loved. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those Injustice comics are loved, aren't they? Look, if they... you love it while realizing how much of a stretch it is, that's fine. But some people take it really seriously, uh, like it's like well, it's the it gospel. Is. You know, and it's just well, deep emotional writing. Um, mm. But anyway, we got some feedback. Okay. First feedback is Adam talking Superman. Never got to three. Seems good fun. Not really high enough quality to justify the prestige, size, and price. Um, yeah, no, fair enough. I would recommend checking out three. If you're, yeah, uh, I think three. I think three. May as well finish it off again. Like has yeah, the, exactly. Especially if you want some catharsis and you're sick of evil Superman, there's some. You're nice too stuff in. in. There. You're too in. Three's fun, Adam. Check it out, man. Yeah. Come on. Um, Do it. Yeah. I. I feel like. Yeah, it is a bit. I guess like many series just becomes black label now. I don't know, but um, I guess it's black label because like it has someone's head being blown off and Superman's in it, so it's not like for kids. Uh, but I suppose so, man. But at like, the same time, it's like, like really, 
You know? I don't know how the art would work if it wasn't oversized. Is your trade, is your hardcover oversized or is it like normal pages? Yes. No, it is oversized. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I can confirm that. Uh, it is, yeah, it is a bit oversized. I could imagine this art being feeling very cramped in like normal size issues. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, look, I'm happy with my trade. I'm, I'm glad I got it, you know. Um, yeah. If you're a Lobo fan, I would say check this out. Yeah. You know? And uh, uh, feedback from Bean Milenko, I disliked issue one so much, never finished the series. Yeah, I um, mean, if you don't like the first issue, don't. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's just a good thing. If you read the first issue, don't like it, I wouldn't bother. Pull out, withdraw. Um, withdraw. Yeah. Unless you just want to dunk on it legitimately, <laughs> like hate read it. I've done that before. Um <laughs> Like, I'm, I've watched and read stuff that I hated just so I could be legitimate shitty review. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, Dave, do you want to plug anything? Oh, look, I mean, as always, you can find me on Signal of Doom. We, we do a, I mean, Rich do a, a comic book, comic book movie, and pop culture podcast, Signal of Doom, every week. We're on Facebook. Or on Twitter, you can find us on all your you know podcast feeds. Um, check us out, Signal Doom. We've got two spin-off shows: Legion Outpost covers Legion of Superheroes, to do with Adam and the Computer, and Dread or Dead, my Judge Dread podcast, to do with Adam. Um, but Signal Doom is the mainstay; it's the flagship. Um, it's probably the greatest show on the internet possible. Um, check us out if you've if if you've heard this and think this Dave guy's got a lot of answers. Well, you know, check out Signal. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I don't know exactly who we have on for next time, or when next time is, or if there will be a Christmas special, but you will see wow. something uh, from me, hopefully, before the new year, because I'm going on holiday for a few weeks. So. Oh, well, enjoy your holiday, Connor. And mm. thank you for having me, I should say. No, thanks and very thank much you... for coming on. Always a pleasure, man. And, you know, I'm available... If you want to get me to guess at some time in the new year, um, you know, I love to chat my Superman. And I flex a muscle. I don't often get to flex. But I think my Superman knowledge is on the increase in the last few years. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, no, it's good stuff. I mean, yeah, I think we already know. Well, we have an idea of what we're going to do next on here. Sure. If you want it to come back. so Definitely, man. Always uh, available. Um, and, yeah, thanks so much, buddy. And I'll catch you next time. Yeah, catch you next time. See you, everyone. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least... Thank you everyone for listening.